Welcome back song. Gloria was out here hating on the girl. But look at her now. I just think we have to warm up to such things. <laughs> um, and that's what it is. So the problem, when you're a genius and just doing new things, people d- try to discredit you. And the next thing, they're trying to do it too. But it's all right. It's all right. You're okay. a genius. Uh, I know what I am. Okay. I know who I am. I know who God created me to be. And I'm a genius. Um, <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to episode 12. 12. Okay, wait, do, do 10 fingers. Okay, 12. <laughs> no, wait, but wouldn't it be this way? Because people read this way. No, so but they're ten. facing that way. So 10. Oh. Yeah, episode 12. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, the people who listen from the streaming sites always think there's a lot of weirdness happening. Yeah. We apologize. And those watching us on YouTube, you can see exactly what's you know, happening. You know what's going on. You, you guys should know us by now. Yeah, so. But, uh, we gonna start the show like we usually do. Mm-hmm. Need everyone to rise. We'll all rise for this one, just like we rise for national anthems. I'm waiting. Okay, we've all risen. Okay, <laughs> let's clear our throats together. <clears throat> and it goes like this: Real Liz, Real Liz, Real Liz, yeah. Ooh, Real Liz, Real Liz, Real Liz, yeah. Whoa, Real Liz, Real Liz, slow it down. Real Liz, Real Liz, Real Liz, yeah. Ooh, fun fact: I was actually I just told my mom that I had a podcast like just a couple of days ago, and like I was telling her I'm like, hey mom, I'm gonna go shoot. This is her. Real Liz, real, and she's like, real Liz. I'm like, mom. So and cute. you're watching the awkward adventures <laughs> of church <laughs> girls. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 12 of Real Liz, um, hosted by myself, Kim and Gloria. And shout out to Gloria's mom, Mama Nicole. She finally watched the podcast. Yeah. We love you, mom. Hi. Hey. If you meet Gloria's mom, she's like exactly what Gloria is like they literally twins like facially um the way they like act their personalities <laughs> and Gloria like no I'm not I don't even look like my mom oh I'm not the same as my mom but like literally when you see them twins same person a mom did copy paste <laughs> and that's exactly what happened <laughs> it's amazing because my mom's great so that means I'm great Aha! yeah your mom's amazing but um for today our song feature of the week is by an amazing woman. Ooh. A Grammy Award winning woman. Ooh. A woman of God. Ooh. A woman that I have seen live, got the honor to see live, and actually um, danced to with my dance crew from church. We danced to one of her songs. So this woman is no other than Tasha Cobbs Leonard. Ooh. Ooh. And we are going to be listening to her song, No, well, her rendition of the song, No Longer a Slave. It's an amazing song. Check it out. She's an amazing gospel artist. So let's listen to the song. Okay? All right. So we're going to add it to our um, playlist. For those of you who have not started listening to it, we would appreciate if you start listening to our playlist. So here it is, No Longer Slaves by Tasha Cobbs Leonard. I'm no longer slave to fear, for I am a child of God. Let's raise that loud, say, 
playlist to find the song or look up tasha cobbs and you will hear the rest of the song but this is a great song actually like my favorite version of the song is the version that was done by the or toto children's choir oh yeah because it just sounds like because they're like kids and they're (laughs) cute and when they say i'm a child of god i was like this is like how it should you know because they're kids and when they say i am a child of god and they sing it with such conviction like if you don't know who the Watoto Children's Choir is, you should look them up. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he sponsored a kid once. Yeah. And she was, like, done with school and she finished her schooling and stuff. So, like, the Watoto Children's Choir is an amazing um, organization that helps mm-hmm. kids um, from Uganda. Uganda. Yeah. And so, yeah, look them up. If you feel moved in your spirit to sponsor them, to sponsor the kid, please do go ahead. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um their version of the song is yeah. my favorite. And oh, seeing it so live, cute. it's just yeah, and they're, they're so, so cute. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, they're so cute, and they're like, I'm no longer scared to fear. No, the fear is I am a child of God. I love it. Oh, so <laughs> they're so cute. So, Gloria, what are we talking about today? Speaking of no longer slaves to fear, today's topic is actually fear. Oh no. <laughs> what's that one show um fear factor have you ever watched yeah yo i would never do fear factor in my life why it's actually cool like it's okay a- i don't know if i'd do it but i love watching it though yeah i like watching yeah. it because i liked at the end like when the person would win and then they'd be like fear is no longer a factor for you like, <laughs> that was always like the coolest thing yeah. like just being able to overcome your fears mm-hmm. and then like getting to a point where like someone can be like yeah fear is no longer a factor for you i always think of that concept just yeah. the concept of fear is no longer a factor for you as like something that's so incredible because if you're able to overcome like those little fears it's like mm. anything else that comes at you it's like yeah my work yeah for sure the only part that would mess me up with that show is when they have to eat stuff yeah not, or they're they're in a tub with uh with animals yeah, 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 yeah. Or when they're jumping off a cliff. I'm honestly the whole. The thing one was- show though, they had like this one guy, this like white guy who's from Zimbabwe. Shout out to my Zim folks. <laughs> and then like, um, they had to eat. I think it was like cow intestines. This man was like, "Yes, I think <laughs> yeah. eating this on the farm." Yeah, facts. he actually won that fear factor. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is easy. So he he yeah. had it. He had a good because everyone else was like, "Oh my god, this is so gross." Yeah, <laughs> he's no. just like, "Y'all have salt, this is easy. <laughs> this salt, is pepper." Easy. Paprika, what you, you know got. what you got. Yeah, but I would not eat a cockroach, anyways. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about fear. So, um, I think we'll divide this into like two, like physical fears and also like spiritual fears. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I actually have a question for you, Kim. I'm gonna ask you questions because you always ask me questions. Oh. Okay, so Kim, let's pretend this is an interview. Kim <laughs> I can. So first and foremost, like what are your we'll start off with physical fears. What are your physical fears? Um, for sure, like I'm scared of heights. I think <clears throat> that's like a genuine fear. So like I love to travel but I hate flying. Mm. Um just I don't like the feeling of just being suspended in the air for hours. <laughs> um, it freaks me out. But once I get to my destination, I'm like, woo, new place. But like, um, for sure, heights is something that I'm scared of. Um, physical fears. Oh, this one time, someone whose name will remain unmentioned <laughs> forced me to go into a haunted house. I'm never doing that again. And then, and then, as if it wasn't bad enough. Because the thing is, when I'm scared, like I'll actually like, you know, toughen up. Like you, I'll try not to look physically scared, so I'll just be like tough. But internally, I'm dying. I'm literally like, help me, help me. But outside, I'm like, nah, I'm a G. I'm a gangster. I'm fine. And then we get into this haunted house, and then the person whose name I'm not mentioning again, um, literally was like pressed up against me. So now, one, I don't want to be in this place. Two, I'm scared. And three, I have someone pressed up against my back. I can barely walk. I think that and person I'm like, just loved you. First, first of all, how are you gonna ask me to do something that you are scared of? So yeah, those are those are my my like top fears. I think that's a lovely person. Um, <laughs> shout out to that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that person was just scared. Like you never know. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, you know the thrill of it all. Yeah, but in terms of physical fears, I think it's just like those two things are like the main things that I know for sure I'm scared of. Yeah. And then I don't know, like I don't know if I'm afraid, like scared or just like I'll be more embarrassed. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's not really fear; it's just more like I just don't want to get embarrassed. Oh. Yeah. What are your fears, Gloria? What are your physical fears? There's a lot, but I'll keep it to a bare minimum. <laughs> um, so for me, heights is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like heights. You know, I just, I don't know what it's, I don't get the thrill. I don't get the thrill of roller coasters. Like, I remember the first time I went on that Ferris wheel thing, I was bawling and it was see-through. I was like, why? You know, like, I just, I don't get the fear of, I don't get why people like heights. I think my fear stems from like me falling though. So my actual fear is the fear of falling, mm-hmm. and like from heights, it's so much easier. Because if I'm on the ground, where am I gonna fall to? Yeah, you know. Uh, my second one, I'd have to say is I am so so afraid of rats, mice, and rodents. Oh my gosh, no, just no. Like, I know. I don't know if I'm afraid or just more disgusted by the end. Like, I just. I don't like the fact that they can literally like, in a sense, elongate their bones or like break their bones and to like be able to like fit through small space. Oh yeah, ah, okay, stop, I'm done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm done, that's over. Rodents, ew. Um, and lastly, um, I have an immense fear of disappointment. So like, this being a disappointment but also disappointing others which is why i'm such a people pleaser because i don't ever want someone to be is that a physical fear or more like a... i don't know if that would be i don't know i yeah, yeah. but okay but yeah, i get what you're saying that's one, of, that's one of those ones when did you like realize what your fears were like when did you realize okay like i really don't like heights 
when I was like five or six, I was on a swing and I genuinely was never like afraid of heights. And then I was on the swing and I was like swinging and it kept going higher and higher. And then the swing went up and round and over and came down and I flew out the swing and hit the ground. And that was the moment I was like, ah, I don't like heights. <laughs> and so after that, I was like, yeah, no, it's okay. We're just gonna keep it on, on the ground. Um, I was fine. Like I didn't have any like damaging injuries, mm-hmm. but like just the idea of just floating in the air and <laughs> Falling. Sending back to the ground. Yeah, that made me scared for sure. So I ended up not being like liking heights. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And oh. you? I think I've always been afraid of heights in a sense. Like, I never really liked when people would give me piggyback rides mm-hmm. or even when like my dad would put me on his shoulders. I didn't like that. Like, I didn't like not being able to touch the ground essentially. Mm. Um, I think I've always had a fear of that. Mice and rats, I think I discovered that fear two years ago, actually. So I didn't know scared of those animals until I saw some. <laughs> um, and disappointment. I think that's one of the ones where I was also... I would have to... Oh, I think it was where... So, story time. Um, This one day, me and my mom were watching an African movie, right? And if you know those movies, they get sometimes intense. And it gets, you know, they, you know, it gets a little intense, right? And then the scene was this woman, she was going into her kitchen, and then like the side chick was coming with a bat, right, to hit her. And like she wouldn't grab a knife. And I was like, ma'am, grab the knife. It's in the kitchen with you, <laughs> you know? And then so she wasn't grabbing the knife and i was like i was me and my mom were sitting down i was like yo mom if that was me and then i held the remote I was, if that was me i'd grab the knife and i'd be like true so the remote flung and hit the tv right and in that moment i broke the tv um hmm. i'll never forget the look on my mom's face she just like mom was a very expressive woman so she'll, she's loud like you know what i mean she'll be like oh why'd you she went and she just calmly went upstairs and that's what i was like i'm going to die like it's not it's not i'm not gonna live today you know and <laughs> after that like she like left and i was like shoot she's really gonna sell me today. i'm sorry i'm not <laughs> laughing at the story i'm laughing at jess's face jess is literally on the other side like no it's... she shook <laughs> nah like i was like today is not going to today's be my last day and like what made it worse is my brothers obviously mock, oh, what happened to the TV? What happened to the TV? Whatever. So my mom leaves and while she's leaving, I'm really like, shoot, she's gonna get people to come get me. Like I'm gonna be like, she's, I'm done, right? Mm-hmm. So then I wrote my mom a letter, you know, explaining, I'm sorry, slid it under her door, you know, the next morning. And she was like, she's like, well, I'm not mad at you. Well, she's like, well, I am mad at you. But she's like, I'm also disappointed. And ever since that day, like, I never wanted anyone to ever feel so disappointed in me um, at all. So, like, I carry that with me. So, like, now I'm just, like, very cautious and I'm an overthinker and I'm a people pleaser because I never want that feeling to happen ever again. Yeah, it makes sense now because, like, Gloria, like, literally today, I asked her something. I was just like, Gloria, can I ask you something? And then she's like, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? And I'm like, why do you always assume that you've done like something bad? I'm like, literally. I just wa- I think I even, I just wanted to ask her. Um, oh, I wanted to ask her what she was wearing so we could like try match. You see, we're matching today. And so <laughs> she was literally like, did I do something wrong? I'm like, why would you assume <laughs> that like randomly 
you did something wrong. Yeah. So yeah, okay, now it makes sense why where that comes from. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. that's interesting. I think for me, like a big fear is not um, being able to do what God created me for, and not living up to the potential that God has put me put yeah. in me. And I think for me, that's a big fear of like wanting to do stuff and then or like knowing i can do stuff but then not doing the stuff Mm -hmm. you know and i think i don't know where that comes from but i think it's like like i struggle because sometimes people be like wow kim like you're so talented and you're so good at so many things and like i honestly feel like a jack of all trades and a master of none like i can do a lot of things but i'm not i'm like good at a lot of things but not great at anything Mm -hmm. so like I'm a good singer, but I'm not a great singer. That's I'm a, a good filmmaker, but I'm not a great filmmaker. I'm a good uh, songwriter, but I'm not a great songwriter. So it's like all these things where it's like, like I'm good at stuff, but I'm not like great at anything. And I think I've been trying to process that like now, like um, just going through like finishing my master's program and trying to find a job and trying to see like, what do I want to do? What kind of work do I want to have? And like processing all that information and trying to see like where do i fit into this like narrative of who kim is and like who god has created me to be Mm. and what i'm actually meant to be doing and kind of like it's so and it's like the worst because i'm like i'm too old to be going through (laughs) self-discovery i should know by now what i'm supposed to do but it's hard because i'm like i can do a lot of things but i just need to find like Maybe I can do all the things. Like, if I can be great at all the things, mm. that would be good. Like, fantastic for me. But, like, I want to find that one thing where I'm like, yeah, I'm great at this. I'm good at these things, but I'm great at this. And I think I haven't found my, my great thing. I think, honestly, you just explaining that makes so much sense in my head. Because I feel like I'm good at a lot of things, but I'm great at nothing. Like, yeah, like I can do a lot of things, but it's like... I don't have that one thing that I've perfected. And I think also sometimes I really don't have a desire to perfect. Yeah. Like I like to do, I like to switch it up. I like to do different things. Um, but I don't know, like even like, for example, with makeup, right? I yeah. feel like I haven't perfected it. Or even like, I'll like try something for a season. Like I've been experimenting with doing my nails lately, right? But I don't think I'll ever get to that point of like perfection where like it's Gloria, the nail, whatever. Like yeah. I think I'm just Gloria, she does a lot of things type of thing and it's fearful because honestly one of the things i put down that i'm like scared of Mm -hmm. is not being able to fulfill what god has for me to fulfill or like not being able to do everything he's like as if like he was like hey gloria on your life on earth these are all the tasks that you need to do Mm -hmm. and like not being able to check off all those boxes is very scary in addition to not being able to like like tell everyone i know about jesus you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. being able to spread the gospel like i never want someone to get to know me or get to get like close to me and not know who i'm close to yeah that's a fear for me because like i could have been that person that introduces them to christ yeah because of my shame or because i'm you know afraid then i don't get to share that with them and that's you know what i mean like that that could be detrimental to their walk or detrimental to them even getting to know christ yeah so yeah, just on that, like, um, I was doing my devotionals and just, like, thinking from um, Isaiah 51, verse 12, and it says, I, I am he who comforts you. Who are you that you are afraid of man who dies, of the son of man who is made like grass, right? And 
I was reading this and just thinking like the scripture is almost saying how dare you be afraid mm-hmm. of like people how dare you be afraid of being rejected how dare you be afraid of being embarrassed how dare you be afraid of like not living up to your potential because of ideas that you've planted in your mind and this is like God speaking in the scripture and it's like there's almost like a sense of um arrogance and pride that comes with being fearful because yeah. you're essentially saying like I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to look like a fool. I don't want to fail. So I'm not, I'm just not going to do the stuff that God has told me to do. I'm not going to even try. I'm not going to preach the gospel to people because I don't want to look like, I don't want to look foolish or look like an idiot or look like I'm not a thinker. Like I'm not forward thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm not woke or whatever. Yeah. Or like, um, so that idea of like, or I don't want to be rejected, but that idea is rooted in being prideful and, um, I was reading something that uh, John Piper wrote and he says when we walk in fear we're presuming to set our wisdom above God's promises mm-hmm. and that for me was like mind blowing because essentially being fearful and being afraid of fully walking into who God has called us to be is saying God I'm wiser than you I'm smarter than you yeah. therefore um whatever you've promised me whatever you've spoken about me is irrelevant I'm just gonna stick to what i know because i'm scared the people are going to reject me so i'm just not going to do it yeah and i think there's a certain comfort in that like there's a certain comfort in being fearful because you're only relying on your own you know mm-hmm. your, your own wisdom your own plan like exactly like <clears throat> i remember the first time i went on a roller coaster and like it was so crazy because with fear also comes control i'm i'm able to control my fears i'm able to control the situation but when i went on my first roller coaster like I wasn't able to control the situation. I didn't know what the expected outcome was. Yeah. So it made me very fearful and ultimately made me very uncomfortable. And so when I eventually went through the process of going through the roller coaster and crying and all this stuff, and all this stuff <laughs> um, I realized like at the end of it, like I still did like live, like I was still okay. You know, it doesn't mean that that fear is gone, but at least I know that like yeah, it's I'll, not effective you know what I mean? you. <laughs> <laughs> that Sick. no but that you know like i can i'll still live through the process and i think that's like testimonies like for example when god has taken you through a situation and you've made it to the other side when another situation comes you have that comfort and like okay cool like even though i know i don't know what's going to happen because situations won't look the same i know that god's brought me through the uh, like a situation so he'll bring me through this one as well yeah so it's kind of like when i go on another plane like i'm gonna be scared at takeoff because i want to take off you know and land Mm -hmm. safely but because i've been on a plane before i know how it works i know how it's gonna go even though it might be a little bit more turbulence than the first plane was but i still be like okay like i have faith in the pilot and that he went to school Mm -hmm. and he will eventually land yeah it's good so definitely i think like at the core of it fear exposes where our trust lies yeah and is your trust in god or is your trust in yourself and i think that it's important to kind of um identify what that is Mm -hmm. so like just like again like thinking through this topic um one important thing is to identify your fear like acknowledge that you're scared because a lot of times people are like, I'm not scared. It's just, I don't want to do it. Da, da, da. I'm a G. I'm a G. I'm a G. I'm a gangster. <laughs> Shout out to Vinny. Vinny will find this very funny. The I'm a G thing. Because you always say that to each other. I'm a G. 
And I'll be like, all right, Gina, with the small G. <laughs> anyway, um, so one is to acknowledge your fear and to say, okay, this is what I'm scared of. And like for me, one thing, like I genuinely used to have a fear of I'm going to pick the wrong person to marry. Mm-hmm. And then when I was able to identify, okay, I'm actually scared. I'm like, okay, what is it that I'm scared of? And it wasn't that I was scared of picking the wrong person to marry. I was just scared of the idea of marriage. I was scared that there's a possibility of divorce. And so then I was like, okay, now I've kind of figured out what the problem is. Mm -hmm. So how do I fix it? And I started to pray through um, my thoughts, my thought process and started to pray and ask God to like help me. And I sought counsel from other people who were married or not married and kind of ask questions so that I could gain understanding of like, what is, does a godly marriage look like? How do you um, get to finding the person that is for you? Mm-hmm. And then understanding that marriage isn't like perfect, that yeah. you will have struggles and that's okay, but you have to have a willingness to fight for their marriage. Mm-hmm. And then once you've done that, then like you can really overcome and like overcome that fear. And also like realizing that fear starts in your mind, right? And so there's a scripture in Second uh, Corinthians, um, 10 verse 5 and it says we take captive every thought and make it obedient to christ and like a lot of times i know people use the scripture for like um when you're doing your declarations and like we capture every every thought and you always take it as like a negative thing but Mm -hmm. also like capture the good thoughts right yeah so like not just you capture the negative thoughts and they have to align with god's will capture your positive thoughts and they have to align with god's will as well and so it's like that idea of like in your mind is where everything starts like if you think it the chances are you going to become whatever you're thinking Mm -hmm. so i think for me like that's not a way that i started to process fear so if i feel like oh i can't do this because i'm scared that i'm going to be rejected i'm like where's that thought coming from yeah does this thought align with god's word because sometimes you think you're being fearful but you're actually it's the Holy Spirit like cautioning mm-hmm. you, but you have to identify is this the Holy Spirit warning me, or is this me just being af- afraid of being rejected, or afraid yeah. of failing, afraid of being embarrassed, afraid of being of having people call me foolish or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so identifying like where is this thought coming from is very key, and then it's easier to like pray through it and see counsel for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, oh, I thought I had another point. No. <laughs> I was, was low-key reading your notes. I oh, no, you, look. I said that one. Oh, she said that one. <laughs> no, but I just had... Well, actually, I didn't have a verse, but um, Jasmine, Jazzy Jazz, in the back, um, gave us her favorite verse, and I think it tied so well with the topic and just, like, overcoming fears and just reminding who God has called you to be. So it is Zephaniah. Am I saying that right? Zephaniah. Mm -hmm. um 317 that says the lord your god is with you the mighty warrior who saves he will take great delight in you um in his love he will no longer rebuke you but will rejoice over with you in singing and another version um the nlt version says for the lord your god is living among you he's a mighty savior he will take delight in you with gladness with his love he will calm all your fears he will rejoice over you with joyful songs and i think that's such an amazing verse Mm. to just like lean back on and honestly i feel like zephaniah is such a underrated book yeah y'all go read zephaniah that'd be a nice name for a kid eh come on zephy (laughs) zephy 
but yeah okay this has been a great topic mm-hmm. like i'm definitely still working through my fears i don't think i have reached the point of like being fearless i'm, I'm, still, I'm still waiting for that fear is not a factor for you <laughs> i think for me i'm not afraid of heights as i used to be because i've been on a plane because i've been on roller coasters because i've kind of like i still actively, can't go on a roller coaster I, I don't think i'll go on one again but i've been on one and that's the point <laughs> that's the point just because i don't like the ooh, up down no nah, nah, it's not for me um it's supposed to be hurt um but like i can i used to not be able to stand like to stand next to a ledge not ledge but like so on a balcony i could never get close to the balcony which like now i can kind of get closer i can take like a step closer to like the balcony mm. and i don't think that i'll ever be over my fear but i definitely know that it doesn't have any power over me um, when it comes to my two other fears rodents i think that's a reasonable fear personally <laughs> i really do like just i just don't want to be near them it's really it's just really one of those yeah but i think for me i think i really need to get over my fear of disappointments because i feel like it's becoming more and more detrimental um to who i am but also like my walk with christ so i really think that's one that i need to get over yeah i think like as you grow as a person like you'll realize that something sometimes life happens and you will make mistakes yeah and you will disappoint people and i think what's important is how you come back from that so if your intention wasn't to disappoint that person Mm -hmm. like you'll quickly go and apologize and be like i'm really sorry this happened and you'll pray through it but like if you're just a trash person and you just go around disappointing people then that's a whole different thing yeah but i think that there's like um there's something there like to say it's okay to make mistakes because i think mistakes kind of help us grow and become mm-hmm. help us become better and grow our characters as well like when we're able to say you know what in this space i'm weak and god i need you to help make me better and it's kind of like back to that scripture in, in isaiah that talks about like we shouldn't be scared of like people like scared to mess up because god is our strength god is our helper and so we shouldn't take away an opportunity for god to teach us something for god to help us because we're scared yeah yeah i think like just relating back to that i think also for me like why i don't take failure very well or like i won't actively like express an area where i've like been like disappointed myself or whatever is because like people have always thought very highly of me and i don't want that to diminish like i don't want people to now start thinking of me differently so i don't want to disappoint people in that manner people that i might not even really be close to Mm. but because they have a high standard of me and what i'm about and who i believe in, like i don't want that to ever diminish them so like yeah it's okay we're all a work in progress (laughs) to the lord we definitely are cool so i'm gonna pray and then we'll close up the show all right let's pray thank you god for um this day thank you god for this opportunity that we've had to share about our fears and the things that um go on in our hearts and our minds lord i pray for everyone who's listening to this podcast today that god if they have any fear in their heart that god you would help them to process through those thoughts and fears lord and know that we can lean on you we can trust Mm -hmm. in you and we know that we have the holy spirit with us who is our helper and teacher to guide us through the different stages of life that we navigate ourselves and find ourselves in oh god i so i pray god that you would help us to become better people to live fierce fearlessly god help us to become people who 
who fully understands who you are and who you've called us to be and we will not allow the pride of fear to stand between all the things that you've called us to do to preach the gospel to love people well to serve well to use our gifts and talents to bring glory to your kingdom to mm-hmm. make life-changing decisions lord so i pray god that you would continue to help us you continue to guide and protect us you continue to surround us in jesus mighty name amen amen Hurry, Gloria. It's that time of the show. Ooh, Kim, how Christian are you? Ooh, I, I got in there. I got right in there. You're so <laughs> trash. So Kim, how <laughs> Christian are you? It's fine. I'll let you have it. <laughs> I always go first. I hope you know okay. that. You can go first this time. Next time, I'll go first. I always go first. No, well, next time, I'll go first. Because you're always trying to... No problem. But I'm going to catch you. No problem. No problem. It's fine. All right. So, I'm so Christian. Um... If you are a Christian teen who grew up in like the the two thousands, yeah, like the early two thousands. Do you, I count? Uh, no, you I wasn't born? a teen. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was one. <laughs> so yeah, so if you were like a teen in the early two thousands, in any like Pentecostal church at any point in your youth group, you probably read the book "I Kiss Dating Goodbye" by Joshua Harris. So I know all, like, it doesn't matter, like, where in the world you lived. You all read the book, I Kissed Dating Goodbye. And this book is by a guy called Joshua Harris. And, like, in the book, he explains, um, so he tells a story about, like, how, um, I don't know if it was him. I can't remember if it was him or, like, someone else is at a wedding, right? And they're about to get married, a guy. And then, like, they're standing with their bride. And then as they're standing there, like, all these women start to appear and, like, pop up behind him and they're like oh but you do you remember you dated me and you told me you were gonna marry me yeah and you said you loved me and you said you would love me forever and, da, da, da. and like all these women that he had dated and like promised and given his heart to kind of like popped up at the aisle with him and so like that was the concept of the book and like how you shouldn't like just be randomly dating people um because you know they could pop up at your wedding <laughs> no but it's like the idea of like giving yeah. away your heart and so like i read that book and i was like okay no dating so at that point i hadn't dated anyone i was like 14 or 15 and i was like i'm not dating anyone i don't want anyone popping up at my wedding the whole person i date is the person i'm gonna marry da, 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 da. and so the the problem with that book is that they wasn't we were just told read the book don't date because people will pop up at your wedding and there was no like context given mm. and there was no understanding given and so i had this healthy and f- fear of like dating people so even if someone was like oh do you want to go for coffee i'd be like no i can't because then i'm i'm dating you and then you're gonna pop up at my wedding <laughs> so i literally had like the worst um idea of like dating and like what a healthy christian dating relationship look like mm-hmm. and it really ruined how i view dating relationships and so for the longest time i had this intense fear of dating and so i literally just say no to people just because i was just like i'm not trying to have you pop up at my wedding and as i grew older i started realizing how because there was no proper context provided with that book it actually did a lot of damage and so now i had to like and learn everything that i'd learned mm-hmm. and like we um like work through the process of that and then so no i'm not gonna be dating everybody still <laughs> but now my 
my thought pr- process of that is different. Yeah. And so I'm, yeah, like it's just I'm not like constricted to you. Like, oh, I just have to like you only date one person and marry them. Like if it doesn't work out, it's okay. If it works out, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. And so and then while I was like processing these thoughts, like a few years ago, like just trying to unlearn what I learned from the book. And then Joshua Harris came out with the documentary and he was talking about how like um, a lot of people used to accuse him and be like, you ruined my life because of the book that you wrote. I'm not married. I'm like almost 40 something and not married or 50 something and not married because of your book. Mm -hmm. And so he did like this whole tour and he was like apologizing to people um, because they essentially told him like you ruined our (laughs) lives with your book. And then he said... He wrote the book and then it got like all like you know it was trending and it was like the most popular like book for teens and then he started to realize that he made a mistake and then he wrote another book to counter that book as an apology Mm -hmm. and then he was like um yeah so he was like going through this whole thing and then he ended up getting a divorce and then now he wasn't sure if he's a christian or not so it was just like a lot of stuff that was happening and i was just like honestly this is a mess but i think the lesson in it is anytime you read certain things make sure that you have the right context for it because you can read something and take it especially like for younger people always make sure you have the right context the right um, console when you read certain things when you take in certain information and also pray like i'm that person before i watch something like sermons like even if it's christian i'm gonna pray and be like god whatever you have for me that's in this sermon let my spirit take it in and if it's not for me let it just go over my head like because i don't want because just because it's christian doesn't mean it's good for you as well yeah so yeah that's my how christian are you experience for today and it's also story time (laughs) So Gloria, <laughs> I swear you forget. No, I don't forget. It's because you you intercepted me when I was trying to do it, so I was gonna make you wait, gonna make you sweat a little bit. It's okay. So Gloria, how Christian are you? I'm so 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 sorry. You know that song? No. Okay, it's a Disney shout song. Oh, carry on. Anyways, I'm so Christian that um like in youth group we had like this whole like series on like heaven and hell right and honestly like when he was like describing hell and stuff like that like it scared me to like my core that i would literally like sleep until two o'clock or one o'clock or like right past midnight to make sure i had made it into the next day because i was like any day can be my life like i was so free like i was literally thought i was gonna die every night like it was bad (laughs) it's okay but the lord delivered me i was like god i can't keep living like this because i like to sleep and i'm not like i'm a morning person so i can easily wake up at five o'clock in the morning but me sleeping at midnight what am i doing so yeah so i was literally like very fearful that i was not gonna make it until the next Mm. day yeah it's intense yeah it's uh it's okay we're good now (laughs) it's a lot (laughs) it's a lot but we're here well we are here but uh oh finally came we're drinking some of your juice i did have some of it before you weren't paying attention oh it's okay i pay attention to you but anyways guys thank you so much for tuning in to episode 12 when we um be vulnerable with you guys and share our deepest fears um i hope that you have learned something from what we said um and maybe it encourages you to pray about your fears and really find it in your heart to get over them and realize like where the root of that fear is Mm. um and so we are going to end this episode
episode like we always do. So everyone, let's please take a sip of our drink. Mmm. <laughs> this peach lemonade is hitting today. It's the bomb diggity. Um, let's Did quit. I just show my age? Jess was laughing at me because they said bomb diggity. Um, everybody, let's Why y'all? Wait, wait, wait. We need to talk about this. Why y'all laughing at me? No, it is raise the roof. Don't the young people say bomb digging? The young people? <laughs> <laughs> the young people don't even say the young people. The youthies. The youthies. <laughs> the millennials. What is it? Generation Z? No, not, I'm a millennial. So you guys are. I'm like, a millennial too. You're not a millennial. Yes, it ends at 99. I was born 99. No, millennials yes, end at 95. Fam. You're not a millennial. Well, what am I? You're a Gen Z. No, I'm a millennial. You're not a millennial. No, listen, I'm going to look it up and I'm going to tell you. I'm a millennial. You're not a millennial. I'm a millennial. <laughs> I'm a millennial. Sorry. I'm a millennial. Raise the roof. Bomb diggity. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's millennials, do the cabbage patch. Millennials don't say raise the roof either. <laughs> See? Millennials do this. Definitely not. I'm a millennial. <laughs> Those are baby. I don't. Boomers. I don't. Baby do boomers do this. <laughs> I don't do. I don't do the whoa. I do the cabbage patch. That's not millennials then, either. Okay, what's the millennials then? What's the millennials, Kim? See, that's how you know she ain't a millennial. I'm a millennial. She's, she went. She bypassed no, the, the millennials <laughs> and went straight to Gen X. <laughs> See this? What's your about this? You don't know about it. Millennial. Anyways, we're gonna end the episode like we usually do. Millennial. This listen, I'm a millennial, please. All my 99 <laughs> babies, don't let them hate on you because you're the last year. It's fine. They're cheesed. It's okay. We made it. We made it. <laughs> um, so everyone, please let's clear our throats together. They're just haters, okay. Jasmine's a hater because she missed the mark. Kim's a hater because she doesn't want me in the mark. <laughs> okay. And it goes like this. Real is, real is, real is, yeah. Ooh, real is, real is, real Cabbage patch, real is, it down. Real is, real is, real is, yeah. And you're watching the awkward adventures of church girls. Bye. Bye.